the final hour of the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Brought to you by Chris Nickel Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. We want you to get involved right now on the Neuropathy Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072. That is... the phone line at 918-879-1170. Yeah, I did it again. Really, I, I'm just not that bright. I mean, it takes me a while. I, there's so many things going on in my alleged mind that there is a point at which... I'm ready, and that little gap in there. Gets I, I need. Me. I need to like before that break specifically be just like don't look, my, at your, don't look at your computer. Yeah, don't turn, look at your computer. turn your microphone off. Isn't <laughs> you know what? You can take. You could. You could put me in. Uh, you could. Yeah. You could. You could put me in audition, and nobody'd know. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think a guy with this much pull the, experience? Pull the curtain. Over. Think a guy with this much experience would be good at this, but nope, <laughs> not the case. All right, uh, we only got a couple minutes because we're a little bit behind because we got to coach Wilson a little bit late right there. But you heard him talk about what it took. Now having a lot of guys who had like SEC offers who came over, that's a big deal. But you know, you heard him say something really interesting at the end, and it was something I kind of said earlier today when I was thinking about this recruiting class, and not just Tulsa, but USF and some others who had surprisingly good classes. And you, he just said, you know, with, with what's happening around the, the world or around the country with those bigger schools, there are maybe more high school athletes and more middle-of-the-road athletes available for, for teams like Tulsa. And some of those guys may have, and young ladies too in their sport, may have had early attention from somebody else. And it just didn't pan out. You know, we, right. we talked about some of the guys yesterday, uh, it, you know, who had opportunities maybe elsewhere. And then it just didn't pan out. And then you're able to end up at a place like that. And I think there's, you know, the same thing as you ask him about how do you how do you keep it that way when you're trying to, you know, how do you, pardon me, get people to come here when it's not about money? And I think all those things make some sense. But I think what he said was a little bit of what we were saying there, too. And I think they proved it. And they also proved it by, I think, working their tails off. You know, he talked about Coach Wilson talked about being in a, in a car and never getting out of it, only to go into a school and recruit somebody for a two week period. And he said, "I'm not complaining; it's what you do." But for two weeks, you just had down, bull forward, and go on. And it was all around Texas. As he had his uh, the goodwill tour of Texas, if you will, to go recruit guys, and it worked out. Anyway, it was a nice visit there, and we certainly know that Oklahoma State had a class, and Oklahoma's ranked top ten. So we know things went well there, too. So, But if you look around the nation, man, those top ten, especially the LSUs of the world, and there were some who snuck up late that had really big signees. Uh, A&M got that five-star kid that everybody wanted. I can't remember his name. He's the athlete, if you will, overall that people wanted. Uh, and then Colorado went out and made a couple of uh, you know splashes themselves with Dion, which you can imagine happening. And then having them come into the league at that time, this is going to be fun. There is no doubt this is going to be fun. I've been Terry Bussey. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, he, he was I – mean, I didn't even – I had even heard of that kid. And yeah. then at the end of the recruiting period, I started to hear about him. And then when he signed there, I think it was a, a kind of surprise because he was getting attention all over from everybody. Oh, yeah. And I think that shocks some people. And also the other thing that happened there is that there, they, there was not talk about, although I'm sure it's involved, there was not talk about money even mm-hmm. though I'm sure there was some of that NIL right. stuff down there that we'd heard about so much around the country a few years ago. All right, so I had promised you numbers on the Super Bowl, and I promise after this break we're going to get them. <laughs> we absolutely are going to get them. I've got some other interesting notes, some of the best prop bets and those things. I'd love to hear your score predictions at 918-262-5072. Before we take the break, though, we were, we were earlier we had in Not Sports about an hour ago a story about a wedding chapel in Vegas that's going all Cheetos during this time of the week. Now, there's a, a one chapel out there called the Little White Chapel that said, hey, Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, come by, we'll marry you for free. Now, I don't know if that comes with an Elvis impersonator or not, <laughs> 
but they said we'll marry you for free, and I, which I thought that, you know, come on, that's a great promotion. They're not going to do it, but that's a great promotion, just yeah. being able to say it. And what happened? They got themselves in the news, right? Mm-hmm. Well, somebody's going to go all Cheetos when it comes to, I mean, you can have the Chester the Cheater, the Cheetah there for your wedding. I mean, he's so, a cool mascot. I'll give is. him that. Yeah, you know what? Okay, who wins a fight, Tony the Tiger or Chester the Cheetah? Oh, Tony the Tiger. Because? You, just because it's Khan. Tiger over cheetahs, right? Like I feel like they have more girth, more power. Got to catch him first. But, oh, yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, that's that's an easy way out for Chester, right? <laughs> if we're, if we're going to fight like men. <laughs> like cats. But, yeah. <laughs> come on. Not men. Yeah, uh, sorry. I, I guess it could have been who's in the costume. Yeah, who wins that battle? <laughs> is, it, is it Tony or is it Chester? <laughs> Having Chester on one side and... Elvis on the other might be the most Vegas. Th- well, I guess Wayne Newton could be there too. Oh, you gotta, right, yeah. you have to throw. That's the trifecta, right? Yeah. Talk about too much plastic surgery. Oof. Holy Trinity, one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy Trinity is another word for that, right? But when Bryce had mentioned and admitted that he does not like Cheetos, at which point I looked very disappointed. It hurt me a little, actually. Kind of shot me in yeah. the heart. And then Steve texted and said, "I could actually." hear the disappointment in Rick's voice. <laughs> and I could see it. <laughs> As he rested his head on the mic and just went, why? Now, I don't, I don't, there, there are no Cheetos in our house right now. I don't pursue them, but I do like them. I'm also smart enough to realize that I'm, I'm this size because of that kind of thing. I'm not a sweets guy, mm-hmm. you know, but I will go face down in something like that. So I can't have it in the house or I will consume it completely. Right. So I don't. But then we got a, a quick text because I said, okay, what is it? I ask you just, you know, it's anecdotally, of course, 918-262-5072, Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line. What is it you lo- you don't like that everybody else likes? And Change sent us a note and said Cheetos and macaroni and cheese. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! <laughs> so there is... There is somebody There is out one there. more. So I asked him, was it just a cheesy flavor? Because what do those two things have in common, right? And he said, no, it's the texture. And yeah. I said, okay, okay, I get the texture. I'm a big texture guy. It's one of the reasons I can just barely eat sushi. I like sushi. Mm. But that k- k- mealy kind of, a, it, it's got to have the right. crispy stuff in it. Okay. I'm a big crisp guy. Yeah. That's why I can't right? eat beans. That's the texture thing for me. Is it? Yeah. So it, it, it's, it I can't eat the mealy type stuff. If it's if it kind of just, uh, and I've had sashimi, and it's not a bad flavor. I just can't stand the texture. My question here is, if if your macaroni and cheese is the same texture as your Cheetos, maybe that's the problem. Because <laughs> <laughs> <if it's> <laughs> they're they're vastly Ugh. different. Yeah, on the texture spectrum. Now, maybe he dislikes... Maybe before you cook the mac and cheese, maybe. That's why he's getting... <laughs> sure. Uh, uh, and maybe, maybe, maybe he dislikes both of those textures, which change leaves me to ask, the hell do you eat? Because mm. things are either crispy or they're not, and I, they can fall somewhere in the middle, but I'm a little lost as, as to how. What about you? How, how, the, how the texture's an issue? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I I mean, on both I, sides of that, if 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 you don't like the crunchy and you don't like the texture of macaroni and cheese, like, what do you, what do you like? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, do you just you just drink milk and have cereal? Oh, no, that's so. crunches. Ugh, blend, 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 he blends all of his food. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> oh, I feel <laughs> for, for no you, brother. reason. <laughs> I really I feel for you, brother, because it's like that. That's got to be really yeah. tough. Uh, and we got a text here too at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two that says, "Poor Kevin, he sounds miserable." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and that's yeah. Re- in reference to Kevin Wilson, Tulsa football coach, who we just had on. And remember, you can find our podcast each hour is podcasted, so you'll be able to go mm. back and find these podcasts. You can also listen. 
listen to us at the Blitz 1170 app, as well as here online, of course, or pardon me, here at the Blitz 1170. But if you want to go back and listen, you know, we actually offered when Coach started, hey, look, we can just do this another time. And he said, no, nah, I feel fine. Let's just go on, go on. But he did sound, I mean, he's yeah, poor he's guy. Like, I feel better than I sound. <laughs> yeah, poor guy did not sound great, but thank you for that. And then we did get another text at 982 that said Tony the Tiger would win, of course. And you know why? He's great. Uh, exactly what he wrote. Walked into that one. Thank you very much for that. Sixty-six fifty-five. I appreciate it. And it was nineteen thirty-four. That's the numbers. The last four. Who said poor Kevin? He sounds miserable. Yeah, I get that. I truly do. Mm-hmm. Eight thirteen on the Blitz eleven seventy. I'm Rick Corey. He's Bryce Saltz. We're in the Tulsa Oilers hockey studio. Speaking of the Oilers, anytime, anytime you go to a game, no matter what ticket you buy, but especially if you buy the less expensive tickets, during the game we'll do the Blitz upgrade. So we'll call some ticket numbers, and we're going to take some people or some seat numbers. We'll take people out of those seats, and we'll take them right down by the action. And then if it happens to be a Sunday, that's called Sunday Fun Day, you can go out and skate on the ice with the players after the game. They'll have some skates to rent. You can bring your own. That's Sunday Fun Day. Either way, that's all from the Oilers and the Blitz 1170. The Blitz is broadcasting in HD on your FM dial. Turn your HD-equipped radio to 106.9 KHTT HD2. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. In softball, the top-ranked Sooners had a Thursday sweep. They beat Utah Valley 13-0 and Duke 3-0. Patty Gasso moves the third all-time in NCAA softball victories with 1,458. And the ninth-ranked OSU Cowgirls open their season with an 8-0 win over Cal State Northridge. They'll be facing Loyola Marymount today at 1. The Oklahoma City Thunder, who just recently acquired Gordon Hayward, will be at the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. The Thunder won the last matchup back in December. Tip-off tomorrow is at 2 o'clock. And the Philadelphia 76ers acquired former OU star Buddy Heald from the Indiana Pacers. Heald averages 12 points a game and is second in three-pointers behind only Stephen Curry since the 2016-17 season. That's the Winter World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson, the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. The Nidropi Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line is buzzing. Thank you for that. Another great day, 918-262-5072. Here in the Tulsa Oilers Hockey Studio, he's Bryce Hulse. I am Rick Corey. And <laughs> I'd ask earlier about some great, uh, you know, things to eat for your Super Bowl party. And I know that's an old question, but I'm just tired of the same stuff. And we got some really good suggestions. One was a smoked cream cheese with candied jalapenos. Come on. Yeah. That's got to be good. You know, one had to do with croissant, with, with a croissant a crescent, pardon me, crescent rolls. You roll stuff in. And, yeah, anything with a crescent roll is good, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. And then we mentioned something about Cheetos in the chapel out in Vegas. And, and uh, Bryce immediately said, I don't like Cheetos. And it started a, it started a trend here. <laughs> we found somebody else who Shocker. doesn't like it. But we just got a text here at 918-262-5072. Uh, this comes from Scott, who said, how do you not like Cheetos? It might be time to trade Bryce to the easy listening station for a future draft choice and a bag of Dots cheese curls, which are the Cadillac of the Cheetos world. <laughs> so I don't know. <clears throat> if I get traded for a bag of cheese curls, what is that <laughs> going to say about my life? <laughs> 
Oh, well, there's there's a top draft pick coming with it, too. All it, right. Especially, oh, a better. especially if it's to an easy listening station, which I don't even think exists anymore. <laughs> I don't think there's any around. Scott showed his age right there, but thank you. And I asked him, I said, so I've never, have you heard of the Dots cheese curls? I have not. I've not either. So I asked him where to get them. He said, Casey's will have them. But they do have me set at Walmart, and their pretzels are good, too. I've not seen the dots. I have bought Walmart's version of Cheetos, which is the, you know, the discount bag, if you will. And the one, they're pretty good, but the one drawback is the instant you take one bite, you need nine glasses of water because they're so doggone salty. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, Casey's, which had traditionally been outside cities, is moving in all over the place now. There's a new one at 81st and Garnett. Uh, pardon me, 71st and Garnett. Mm-hmm. There's a Casey's there that took over for an old come and go or whatever it was there. Yeah. And they keep on saying that the pizza's coming soon. As, oh, <laughs> so so you've been by that one? I've been by that one. And I just love how that's one of the first questions that you think about, right, is that they have the pizza there. And I've seen that sign that says pizza coming soon forever now. I don't know if it's there officially yet, but. I, I You know, I've only heard their pizza is good. You've had it? I've had it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's, it isn't, I don't want to say like I would rank it, you know, necessarily of, oh, better than Hideaway or behind, you know, or anything like that, but it's good. So then why are you so worried about when it gets here? No, I just think it's funny because that's where everybody thinks about, and I've seen that sign forever. Oh, so I'm like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not really proactive about, about it. About getting that thing done yet? <laughs> you know, yeah. They're just Maybe saying they're like, yeah, it's going to happen. I don't know. I've never had it. I've just heard it's a, it's not bad. But he says, by the way, Scott says that their pretzels are really good too, so we might have to give that a shot. All right, so I, oh, mentioned, I mentioned I talked for a day, a couple of days about getting into some of the numbers in this game. We talk about the Chiefs and uh, the Niners, and there are some very simple things you can break down when you're looking at this. And I mean, I, again, I've said before, you got to be careful when you're starting to break down numbers because you can get yourself into a position where all you're doing is looking at that. And I, I think there are intangibles that go into this, and Mahomes is the intangible, in my opinion. Uh, Brock Purdy has been really good. I'm not one of the people who don't think Brock Purdy is good or that he doesn't deserve what he's getting. I think he's managed, and I don't want to use that game, that, 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 that word tag. wrong. I don't want to use that word wrong because I hate the game. Uh, I hate the game manager tag. I've mentioned that for years, and I and I I heard Dan Patrick's been beating up on that all day, all week too while they're out in Vegas about what it's been like. Yeah. I but he just has to win that game. Same as Josh Allen, really. I mean, and for Allen, it's getting there to begin with, but you have to win that game. And, and they haven't done it yet, and he hasn't done it yet, and his team hasn't done it yet. But you know, he, he got hurt last time he was there, so a different deal. But when you start comparing some basic numbers, I don't know if you've done that or, or not, but when you start looking at things, what jumps out at you first about keys to this? The biggest key for me, I, I want to think about the 49ers' keys first, and I think about their ability to not only be able to rush Patrick Mahomes, but force him into tough situations where he can make a bad decision, which mm-hmm. is very, very tough to do. Rare. The 49ers' defense hasn't been that great over this playoff stretch, mm-hmm. but the ability to have Nick Bosa and Chase Young try and provide that pressure on Patrick Mahomes and actually force him into something that you can capitalize on, since these teams are so evenly matched, I think that's the biggest thing that sticks out to me. In my, in my opinion, in my mind, as a guy who looks at this from the standpoint if I were getting ready to broadcast it is I agree that how they handle Mahomes but the hardest part of that is you want to edge rush him and keep him inside but this the instant you do he is one of the best I've ever seen at shuffling and finding a gap and buying himself time Mm -hmm. and that sounds simple but you have to credit Creed Humphrey in that offensive line 
How many times, yeah. and I, I know what's going to happen here, I know I'm going to get Niners fans. Well, they hold all the time. Everybody holds all the time. It's, it's, it's who gets caught holding all the time, and then there's the conspiracy theory. Or they just ignore it because they want the Chiefs to win or whichever side you're, you're for. But that Chiefs offensive line does such a good job of allowing that by at least trying to stick with blocks. You don't see guys often running completely free. There's someone with them. I mean, you've, how many times have you watched a guy get clocked, a quarterback, and all you see is a tackle kind of turning his head because the, <laughs> because the edge guy is well, I caused that. gone. Right, <laughs> yeah. That yeah. old, as we used to say, is offensive lineman, the lookout block. You just, you know, you see him go by, look out! <laughs> and that's the only thing you can do and hope your quarterback hears that. And I played in a left tackle position with a right-handed quarterback, so yeah, I had to be Blindside. I had to be really, really careful there. Uh, so yeah, I've and I think we've all yelled that before, but it's it's the it's the difficult thing to do to pressure from the edge and keep the set and keep the middle. And you can say spy him all day long. Well, that does that actually helps him because if you spy Patrick Mahomes and he steps up and works his way through the defensive line and gives himself time, and that spy is still there, you just took away another defender who gives the guys mm-hmm, behind him time. time to get open, which <laughs> gives Kelsey and everybody else time to find a way to get open. And that so to me that actually makes it worse. Now if you don't spy him, here he goes. And even if you do, and he does take off, it's going to be hard to catch him. I mean, it's just, yeah. it just is. So to me, that's the hardest no part. Of what this. his body looks like, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what we've learned it still irritates everybody's. That is the that is absolutely a dad bod. And honest mm-hmm. to goodness, when I first saw it, I thought that was early in his career at Tech. I had yeah, no idea. He was bigger at Tech, I swear. Yeah, I, I had no idea. That was lately, because <laughs> then it's like, yeah, I do, I do get it. So I don't know how you effectively do that. Um, I mean, I, I know how, but it's so hard to do. We're talking about things, and the same things you hear when you're when your kids are in college, stay in your lanes, do your job. It's really hard to do. You know, yeah. you're trying to fight that dude in front of you, and he's as big as you are in most of those cases, and he's really good at what he does too. He gets paid mm-hmm. for it, and he moves you somewhere. Well, now you're out of your lane. And if you can't necessarily rush effectively staying in, if you're an edge guy and you're one of those dudes like Parsons who is so, so, so explosive to the outside, you're going to leave a gap. Yeah. And if you leave a gap there for Mahomes, up in mm-hmm. it, he'll move whichever way, bingo. And wow. the other problem with him is he can throw easily as well going to his left. And it's rare. Oh, yeah. It's absolutely rare to be able to do that really effectively. And I don't know how in the world they do it. The number that surprised me, and it shouldn't have, I admit, the number that, that surprised me is when you actually break down numbers during the season with these guys, if I were to ask you points per game, points against per game, total yards per game, passing yards per game, things like that, would you think that one of those teams led most of the time or would you think it'd be pretty even? I feel like it would be pretty even. I'd like to think that. <laughs> yeah, not necessarily. Points per game easily goes to the Niners at 29 with the Chiefs at 23. Okay. Now, a six-point spread per game is it's a pretty, pretty good spread. Yeah. <laughs> but, again, they went through their, you know, their portion of the year, middle of the year, when they, when they, weren't, they weren't really good at it. Right. Here's the one that got me. And, again, I should have known. Points against per game. These are both great defenses. Who do you think has the better points per against a game? I'll say the 49ers. Not even close. <laughs> they average 26 a game, the Chiefs allow, allowing 26 a game, yeah. the Chiefs 13.7. Almost half. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Now, when you you know, last couple of games, we've heard a lot about Steve Spagnola and you know, and Spags we trust and all that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Some of what he does defensively is really, really, really interesting. Now, some of what my, some of what Kyle, pardon me, I almost went to his dad. Some of what Kyle Shanahan does is really interesting too. In, in some of the ways he spreads his offense and he creates different problems for defenses. But the Chiefs have been better when it comes to points per game average. And we can go back in the season and we can look at all the teams they play. And you you cross over a good bit, but certainly play in your division a lot more. So you, you go back and you take a look at all the teams they played, and you might say, well, they played against teams who aren't as good on offense. Still, if you go through an entire season and you average 13.7 allowed a game, that's stronger than 10 acres of garlic. Oh, yeah. And it's something else it looks at and might go, you know, and if, if Brock Purdy is still considered an unknown, I don't think he is, but hasn't won this game, and your defense is playing like that, that's a big deal. To me, that's a big deal. So you're averaging, allowing almost 13 less than them while they're only scoring six more than you. And if you do straight numbers, that's a seven-point gap. Yeah. Yet the Niners are a two-point favorite. Then you get to have almost everything else, passing yards per game really close, 251 to 235. Rushing yards per game. This one will surprise you too. When you think of McCaffrey, you think, oh, they just easily, oh, they, you know, the, the Niners win that one easily. And then nobody rushes for a lot of yards anymore. But with Pacheco coming on the way he has come on, Niners average 133 and the Chiefs average 127. Yeah. It's, it's only not surprising to me just because of the multiple ways they use McCaffrey more mm-hmm. than just, you know, on yeah. the ground. But still, I mean, Pacheco, it just shows how much of a growth he's made in the past two seasons. Yeah. Oh, there's no question. And I love the the, the statement about him. He runs angry like a five-year-old you're trying to get to try on shoes. <laughs> Is a fantastic statement because that's true. You know, the yards allowed per game, uh, the, the Chiefs are giving up about 60 yards less a game. And that could be that one big yeah. play. And they don't give up a ton of really big, long-shot plays. And not that, you know, outside Debo Samuel – who has got ability to do anything, there hasn't been a ton of long balls. Really for either side. With you know, with the cheetah gone, it makes it a little bit harder right there. So I mean yeah. almost everything else is really pretty close. Uh but the rushing yards allowed per game is another one I look at because it's only one thirteen for the Chiefs as opposed to one sixty for Frisco. That surprised me too. I'm not surprised mm-hmm. in the one thirteen, but the one sixty surprised gap, me. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprised me a little bit. And there's a lot of a lot of situations. I get it. A lot of who you you play has to do with it. And the Mahomes buck comes the X factor. In it, it, once I got inside it though, and I started looking, I was watching some film too of Shanahan's offense and how, as I said, how they spread things and they make your your eyes get a lot wider. They give you a lot more to worry about when you talk about eyes in you know in a game like this. And these are pros. You'd think you're always really good at it, but I mean, if they fool you, they fool you then that kind of offsets a little bit. And I think McCaffrey's a big deal. But the more I get into the numbers, the more I think the Chiefs win the game. Yeah, I, I, I've i always thought that, you know, I've always had the Chiefs in this one just because of the X factor that Patrick Mahomes brings. Just because, again, I feel like they are a team that, despite their lows, has just found a way to make it to this point. Mm-hmm. And I think the one thing that you could possibly see that could help the Chiefs if they're able to win this game, it could be, because of plays from somebody like Kader or Tony coming back mm-hmm. or Miko Hardman, who's been out for a lot mm-hmm. of the season, he's had some big plays over the past uh, few games. You could see somebody like that. I-, I feel like make that play where you're not really expecting it. You know, I feel like that'd be a very chiefs thing. The only thing that to me would change what I'm thinking. And I think it'll be a good, a good football game. I mean, I certainly sure. do. 
the only thing to me that would change what I'm thinking is if Mahomes gets hurt. Mahomes gets hurt. And you know, last year yeah. was it was last year, right, when he had the ankle. Mm-hmm. Um and he got hurt and he and he's still out there. I mean, he's throwing mm-hmm. his helmet, refusing to leave the game, and he's still effective. I mean, most guys when they're hurt, they're not effective. He was still effective. He's still he's magic. Yeah. <laughs> he's a wizard. He I think he I think he's a Harry Potter You're a wizard. Hey? Yeah, we're <laughs> muggles. He's a wizard. <clears throat> Uh, and that's that's what I'm looking at when it comes to overall numbers. There are some other things you could break down and get into individually, but to me it really co- does come down to Spagnuolo's defense and the way they're mm-hmm. playing. And Shanahan is a brilliant offensive mind. Spagnoli is a really good defensive mind. And, and uh, yes, that's a good offense in San Francisco. I don't think it's quite the same as having Patrick Mahomes there. So when you start comparing you know, those two things. Now, I understand San Francisco's defense is good, but it's a different monster when yeah. the dude with the dad bod's playing quarterback. <laughs> Six thirty-five on the Blitz eleven seventy. Couple of fun prop bets when we come back, and I want to tell you about that business that's offering the winning team. <laughs> See, I can't do it without laughing. The winning team, a little bonus, if you will. Uh, I'd love to have your predictions at nine one eight two six two five zero seven two. I mean, we've covered Greece, Stanley Cups, Cheetos, mm. uh, Super Bowl recipes, and that's just in two and a half hours. Yeah, imagine what we can do in this final thirty. 918-262-5072, Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma. Text line, what's your score prediction? Tell me a little bit about it right here on the Blitz 1170. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Last night, the ORU Golden Eagles' four-game win streak was snapped. As they were at St. Thomas, they lost 85-63. to ORU shot only 36% from the field. Kareem Thompson led the team with 12 points. There's Bedlam basketball on the Blitz tomorrow night as the Oklahoma State Cowboys will be in Norman to take on the Sooners. This is the first of the last two guaranteed matchups for these teams in the Big 12. Pre-game starts at 5 with a 6 o'clock tip-off. And the Tulsa Golden Hurricane, after a tough loss on Wednesday against North Texas, will be hosting UAB on Sunday at the Reynolds Center. Tip-off is at 1 with a 12.30 pregame starting on Big Country 99.5. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holst on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Blitz 1170 weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? Call us up at 918-879-1170. We want to hear from you. We always like doing that. As a matter of fact, we've heard from a ton of you today, too, on our Neuropathy Treatment Clinic of Oklahoma text line at 918-262-5072 on a wide-ranging number of things. About as wide-ranging as it could possibly be, as I mentioned, from Cheetos to Tony the Tiger uh, to, let's see, there was... Um, the Stanley Cup. Yeah, the Stanley Cup. The uh, rest, the recipes. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I Couple really of good do. Recipes. Honest to goodness, I almost hate to bring it up every year, but I'm always looking for something new. My wife did something really interesting last year. I'll pass this one along because we had a couple of really cool ones. Uh, I mentioned before the smoked cream cheese with candied jalapeno sounds fantastic, uh, and then the the sausage and cream cheese rolled up, and then you bake that inside a croissant. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. That sounds like a pinwheel, but warm and better, right, in, in <laughs> yeah. that range. My wife last year got, and I'm not a huge fan of these, but she loves them, got the Hawaiian rolls. You know, okay. they have the little kind of a sweet flavor to them. Yeah. And, I, again, I'm not a sweets guy. I'd rather have a regular roll, but she got those. Mm-hmm. You cut them completely in two, <clears throat> open them up. You drizzle a little bit of Italian dressing on both sides, and then you put ham and, and cheese in the middle of it, put it back on there, you know, a little seasoning on top, and you bake it. 
Mm-hmm. And so it comes out as one gigantic sheet, uh, but but dividable of these little sandwiches, and they were fantastic. Oh, I bet. And it was a little different than something we'd had before, right? I mean, because yeah. you, you know, Lindsay asked for guacamole. Okay, we have some guacamole, and I mentioned that we had. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a little tired of Rotel as much as I like it. And we had a texture <laughs> this morning. You said I can't eat Rotel. It causes me. Um, to blink. Yeah. Blank. <clears throat> to, yeah, <clears throat> sawdust, <laughs> to which I was like, I don't know I've ever heard that. Quite a description. Yeah. I mean, I've I've actually had something really spicy to eat, and then the next day you find claw marks on the bottom of the toilet because mm. you actually literally yeah. have to almost hang on. <laughs> but I've never heard somebody say, like, sawdust, so I, I'm not sure about that one. So if you have other questions, or no, not questions, but if you have other answers, <laughs> let us know. We have questions about that. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 918-262-5072, but I don't want to look that close. All right, so I mentioned of all the stuff going on in Vegas, you know, come by and get a free wedding. That's what they offered Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey at the Little White Chapel. They're doing the Cheetos weddings out there, too. Another business wants to do a little something for the winning team. You can, of course, the winning team gets a gets to hold on to the Lombardi Trophy. They want you to hold on to more. Hmm. You may or may not have heard of Chicken Ranch. It was, you know, Nevada, in some areas, legalized prostitution. Brothels, oh. Right. And the Chicken Ranch was the most famous, the most talked about. Oh, what a name. Uh-huh. Their owner, Dennis, I can't remember his last name, was very famous for the longest time, and then he died. <laughs> ah. But it's still going on. And two workers there, Alice Little and Addison Gray, say that the bookings have been nuts, which I can imagine. Mm-hmm. But they also say... <laughs> Whoever gets the win, you come on out to their 40 acres, and you're going to get what they call a sextravaganza. Rolls off the tongue. Oh, I wish you hadn't said that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) Oh, what are you thinking? (laughs) What, can people take that the wrong way? Only who would have who would have thought? Oh, that's two today. <laughs> that made me question. <laughs> I'll recover. Pretty pretty wide range. Too. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, no, no kidding. They they say they're going to have a no holds barred. Um, I'm not even going to say that word, <laughs> but a big party, if you will, out there, and it's all for free. You just come on yes. out, and it includes free limo service, like they can't afford to get there. Mm. Access to the bar. Mm. The swimming pool, their VIP bungalows, and they have specialty areas. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, and then their last uh, their last quote was, 100% on the house, nothing's off limits. So, um, and, you know, in the story, they have pictures of the young ladies. They are not hard to look at. I don't oh. think the winning team will go out there. I truly don't. Yeah. But it's so much, if you've never seen the Burt Reynolds, Dolly Parton movie, Little Best Little Horse House in Texas, which mm. is based apparently on a two story, mm. then it sounds a lot like that. Because in that movie, the winner of the annual A&M Texas game, the seniors got to go out there. 
And it was nice. now in the movie. <laughs> I don't really have any idea if that really ever happened. NCAA is going, hmm? <laughs> yeah. Is, is that, huh, did you violate? Well, probably a lot of things. Anyway, in that movie, the senior winners got to go out there, and they actually used, and I don't have any idea. I don't think today you could get away with this. They actually used play-by-play from an A&M Texas game oh, from, wow. from Kyle Field. And it's really fascinating to me as somebody who's been there multiple times to see it because it was so long ago, it was so small. Mm, I mean, they've got yeah. the shot from behind, and I think which it wasn't Charlie Jones, it wasn't Enberg. It was the national broadcaster. And it actually showed the touchdown for AM that won the game on the old turf field and giant shoulder pads and all that. But I, I you know, I don't know what year they actually filmed that. Can you imagine either A&M or Texas or any school allowing that to be put in a movie about that? That's insane. That's That screams 1980s, maybe. The <laughs> NCAA would lay a brick yeah. of sawdust. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance, and there are no chances the school, and I, I'm a little surprised at this point, they haven't changed that to something really generic. And I mean, oh, the, yeah. the point of like, you know, the LWKRP series, they can't use the original rock and roll because they don't have the license. So oh, yeah, after the series yeah. was that when they came to DVD, which I have them, I have them all on DVD, they just dubbed in fake stuff or just music, mm. right? Because they couldn't yeah. have the real stuff. I'm surprised they didn't go out and just, you know, like they did in something like um, North Dallas 40 or Unnecessary Roughness, mm. where they just had actors do it and, and then put that in there. So that surprised me. But this, as soon as I saw this, I went, I'll be darned. I started looking up all the stars to see if any of them are single, and I'm not having any luck. So if, 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 they, if they do try to push this, it's like, uh, hey, so they're offering – no. All I right, don't really thanks. think they're trying – well, I, it's just obviously you know an advertisement, if yeah. you will. Like like Patrick Mahomes would like legitimately be like, hey, Brittany, they yeah, got this, they got this offer. You know? By the way, she was uh, picked as a Sports Illustrated swimsuit rookie. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. So for those who can't stand her – Look at those pictures. You might change your might change your opinion or, you know, a little bit about Maybe. that. And with them going away, I'm assuming that's just online. Uh, yeah, I would think so. I would think so, too. At, at any rate, I thought I'd bring that up because when it comes to the Super Bowl, nothing, and I do mean nothing, is out of bounds. Yeah, <laughs> especially in Vegas. Apparently, at the Chicken Ranch, nothing <laughs> is out of bounds. All right, so I've got a, a little preview of some of the commercials that are going to come out and a list of the 20 best T, uh, Super Bowl commercials of all time. Because let's be honest, mm. some people are watching for the game, some are watching for Taylor Swift, some are watching for the halftime show and Usher, and some are watching for the commercials. And most yeah. of us are watching for all of it. Mm. But we'll get some of those when we come back here in the Blitz 1170. Don't look now, but the Blitz is on TikTok. Follow along at the Blitz 1170. From the Oklahoma Sports Desk, it's time for a two-minute drill on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. The Oklahoma City Thunder, who just recently acquired Gordon Hayward from the Hornets, will be at the Dallas Mavericks tomorrow. The Thunder won the last matchup back in December. Tip-off tomorrow is at 2 o'clock. 
And in softball, the top-ranked Sooners had a Thursday sweep. They beat Utah Valley 13-0 and Duke 3-0. Patty Gasso moves the third all-time in NCAA softball victories with 1,458. And the ninth-ranked OSU Cowgirls open their season with an 8-0 win over Cal State Northridge. They'll be facing Loyola Marymount today at 1. That's the Wonder World of Tulsa 2-Minute Drill. I'm Bryce Holson on the Boots 1170 and streaming on the Boots 1170 app. Blitzing up your mornings. This is the Morning Blitz with Rick Corey. Want to get in the game? You can always join in by texting us at 918-262-5072. It's our Neuropathy Treatment uh, Clinic of Boca with text line. And by the way, it has been rocking again today with every kind of topic you can imagine. Thank you for being a part of it and give us your predictions at 918-262-5072. Bryce Hulse, I'm Rick Corey. This is 853, almost done. Remember, coming up next, Dan Patrick. They've had really fun shows from out in Vegas. They and they've had everything. Everybody. You know, uh, Rich Eisen's had a bunch, too. Of course, NFL Network, you'd expect that. But there are a lot of shows out there, a lot of shows. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe are out there. They've had very few guests. And they're doing yeah. a really good job. They're just experiencing what's going on, and that's part of being there. As a matter of fact, other than being in Media Day or at that actual Media Day and getting sound while you're there, there haven't been a ton of opportunities. But those guys will go around to, you know, the the bigger, if you will, how do I say that? There are things they prefer or the NFL prefers and their teams prefer, and they're going to take them to some of those. Mm -hmm. And there are probably some local things, you know, local broadcast guys who get that. But most haven't done an awful lot. Now, Dan Patrick's had everybody. He's had, as a matter of fact, I loved, I really enjoyed his Dan Orlovsky yesterday. Uh, Orlovsky, I think, is is fantastic. I've watched him break down film, and he's really good at it. So keep listening because he'll be up here in just a moment. All right, I do have here in front of me the list of the best Super Bowl commercials of all time, according to this listing. It's got the top 20. I'm just going to go through the top 10. At number 10, it was Hair Jordan. That was Bugs Bunny, of course, voiced by Mel Blanc. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it it was Space Jam was the original. He's woken up playing a pickup basketball game, bullied by the players. He teams up with MJ and goes to win. Do you remember that one? Do not. I don't either. Uh, Pepsi's Dancing Bears. I remember that one from 1997. That is number nine. Uh, Number eight, Chrysler's halftime in America, the Clint Eastwood ad. And I I don't remember that Does at it all. Say either. the year for all these. <clears throat> yeah, yes. The Chrysler in America was 2012. Okay. And let's see, the Pepsi not Dancing Bears 97, Hair Jordan 93. Uh number well, seven, the Volkswagen, the Force, 2011. Yeah, they use a kid as a Darth Vader costume, which I, I remember a little of. Number six is Budweiser's Puppy Love and the Lost Dog. And I do get that, where the dog goes up to the horse. Remember, and the, when the, they, they kind of touch noses. Okay. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that one was, I mean, it was kind of fun. That one was. Uh, McDonald's, the showdown in 93, and who doesn't remember Bird and Michael? Uh, Bird and Jordan. Off the scoreboard. Yeah, (laughs) exactly, exactly. And apparently the film, if you ever read about the filming of that one, it's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, Budweiser's Respect, 2002. Mm. A lot of these have to do with the Clydesdales, but that one is, uh, you know, five months after 9-11, and you see the horses heading toward New York, which was, I thought, really cool. Uh, Number three, 2010, Betty White and the Snickers. Uh, That's like one of the first you're not you when you're hungry types, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, she's playing football, runs a pattern, gets tackled, gets back to the huddle. She complains that the the quarterback's been riding her all day and says, you're playing like Betty White out there. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you want a piece of me? Yeah, exactly. Number two, Apple, 1994. 
one of the most iconic. Uh, they released that ad. I, I don't remember a lot about it, but I do remember some, you know, where they, they the woman's throwing from the security guard and a sledgehammer and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then number one, and I this one always comes to mind for me, is the Coca-Cola from 79, and that's Mean Joe Green. Hey, kid. Yeah, catch. exactly. And they've seen parodies on that one lately, too, yeah. which I thought was cool. Uh, but there are, a couple, there are a couple of really cool ones that we had, uh, kind of, if you will, some previews with as well. There's a Tina Fey commercial. There's a Kate McKinnon commercial. We've yes, heard good things about. Yeah. I thought this cool. note was really interesting. So... If this is right, and I haven't had time to research all of it, so this is a as you you know take it for the grain of salt mostly. In the last thirty years, every time the Super Bowl has been played between two teams, which it always is, one team traveling east and one team traveling west, the team traveling west has won. Man, isn't that interesting? Yeah, and they actually have the the, the years here, so it's in in uh, Rams or yeah, it was St. Louis Rams at the time in New Orleans. Uh, Super Bowl was, pardon me, Super Bowl was in New Orleans. It was yeah. the Rams in New England. New England comes mm-hmm. west, they win. Okay. Super Bowl in San Diego, it was Oakland and Tampa Bay. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It was Tampa Bay. Super Bowl in Detroit, Seattle, and Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Wait a minute. Is that right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, p- yep. Uh, and then they've got, I mean, it goes on. But all of them, it's the team traveling west. Interesting. Just FYI on that one. I thought mm. that part was pretty doggone uh, interesting as but, well. So that's battling the guy who's lost 16 straight times in his prediction. <laughs> so what's going to come out for that? <laughs> yep. Some of your better prop bets, uh, Brock Purdy under 20 and a half completions. Right now that's at plus 100. Uh, Purdy over half an, uh, 0.5 interceptions. That's at minus 120. Uh, Debo Samuel under 79 and a half rushing. And receiving yards combined. Ooh. That's a minus one fifteen. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco as an anytime touchdown score. Oh yeah, that's not going to mm-hmm. be great. I mean, that's minus one twenty. On yeah, Niners to not record a sack. What do you think that number is? Too significant. Plus six fifty. Oh gosh. Yeah, no kidding. And there's others. There's Jake Moody on there. There's Niners converting fourth downs. All those things. Stuff for you to look at. Some there's some really fun prop bets. And again, I don't bet. I just lose. I'd lose every. I'd be like that guy lost sixteen times in a row. And so I just can't do that. All right. So before we go, what's your score prediction? Who wins? My score prediction is thirty-one twenty-seven Kansas City Chiefs. They are inevitable. Yeah, they are Thanos. I'm going to take the Chiefs twenty-seven twenty-one. Now for our boss Jeremy Poplins mental state (laughs) and for his own good honestly i hope the niners win yeah i i really do and i if you're a chiefs fan don't hate me i'm sorry i just i just know what he puts into it because i know if he went if they win he's going to say to somebody Have a good weekend. Enjoy the Super Bowl. Hope whatever your snacks are, they're great. Thanks for being with us. Remember, Dan Patrick from the Super Bowl right now, along with Rich Eisen and the show with Pop and Colby coming up today at 3.